the sequel to The Shining, the book, not the movie. Ben Affleck, officially not Batman anymore, and my top 10 list of fastest DC characters. All that and more on this episode of Blood, Guts, and Coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee.
KRDL, Kirtle 109. We spoil music for everyone. Shut up, you little brat. Oh, KRDL, the Kirtle. Elastic ass with you here in Chino Hills, the last frontier. That's where we're at. Huh, word, K-O-O-L. You know what it spells and you know how we do. Live and direct coming at you from the middle of nowhere. The center of everywhere. You gotta check this band, Queens of the Stone Age. If you're not knowing, I'm here to let you know. I'm giving you my stamp of approval, you know what I'm saying? So pick this up. And we're gonna spell the music for you. This is uh, Millionaire, Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, a song about something they'll never be. <laughs> Hey there, folks. This is, uh, or that was uh, Queens of the Stone Age. It's the song The Sky is Falling off the album Songs for the Deaf from 2002. And it's a really fucking awesome song. I've been listening to that song like a lot lately. I forgot about that album. I, you know, was into it when I was in high school a bit and then just kind of dismissed it as that thing that I listened to in high school. And, uh, put it on the other day and that song I was just like man that's a good tune I think I was listening to it while I was walking to the grocery store anywho uh, how's everybody doing this week um, I uh, have been very procrastinating I have been procrastinating all day to do this sit down and record and uh, yeah so um, I guess Ben Affleck is officially not Batman. The news came out a few days ago. And, you know, you all know my feelings on him playing Batman. I was, I think, his biggest fan as Batman. He was my favorite live-action Batman. And, uh, you know, that's that's up against Christian Bale, who's, you know, everybody else's favorite, mostly. And I think he did a great job. Christian Bale's an amazing actor. But, you know, like I've said before, his Batman voice kind of, that's what stopped him from being my favorite that and i don't know he looks like every other movie batman more or less just the really tall pointy ears and and you know don't you feel like they look they all look the same in that way batman didn't look like that in the cartoon he looks like that in the comics i guess but you know my first love of batman was the animated series in the 90s anyways uh yeah i'm i mean i knew this was coming like or i had like a pretty good idea that this was coming that this was going to happen that um, ben Affleck wasn't playing Batman anymore. There was, you know, all these rumors since, you know, he was supposed to write, direct, produce, star in his own Batman movie. And then he stepped down from directing. Then he stepped down from producing, I think, or writing one of the two in that order. And then, you know, they said, oh, I'm still going to play Batman. And it was just, you know, the rumors saying that he wasn't going to for a long time. And, well, I guess it's official now that he's not, and I'm really hurt by that. I was, you know, all this build-up. I was looking forward to a solo Batman movie with him, and and what they're <clears throat> what they're thinking or talking about doing is exactly what I want to see in a Batman movie. <clears throat> not some big production of of you know the all-time craziest villain and this huge showdown at the end. Which don't get me wrong, I love that, but. I want it to be like a Batman comic, like a noir detective story, like, and that's what they're planning on doing, you know, kind of like like the Long Halloween, even though that pretty much has every Batman villain in it, 
which is that's that was kind of good you know like so it wasn't just building up towards the showdown at the end with the big main villain but yeah i don't know but it it sucks it sucks it was there's so much potential there and like you know i thought like i said before i thought he was great in batman v superman and not as much in justice league but i don't think that was really his fault i think that was just the tone of the movie didn't know where it was going because it was done by two different directors who have two vastly different styles in filmmaking and yeah so that sucks there's there's just oh there's so much like i was looking forward to so much there but i mean i don't know i guess if you think about like what else could they have done like the they uh already sort of did the the uh, frank miller's dark knight returns story in batman v superman they you know had the showdown where he was wearing the what i call the iron bat suit um so you know that's that's done and over with and yeah i don't know oh, what are you gonna do right it's not like anything i can do like and i was thinking that it would be cool if there was some sort of like secret like they're like saying that he's not gonna be batman and then they're gonna bring him back for justice league or something but i don't know who who are they gonna recast like i saw they're saying what the guy um what's his name fucking uh i'll look it up uh john snow from from um game of thrones uh i can never remember his name i'm gonna have to look it up now but yeah they're they're talking or there was rumors that he might be cast as batman i'm like i don't know i don't know about that uh kit harrington kit harrington that's that's who it is yeah they're some things on youtube are that's where you know i get my news from which is kind of silly if you think about it but <coughs> um speaking of which there's a lot of like there's a lot of really good youtube channels i watch i i i mean you know maybe they're just good to me but i, I feel like the ones i watch are real and they're honest and they they know what they're talking about like um, if you're a comic book fan, you might have seen uh, Variant Comics. I think I talked about that on the last episode. Um, uh, you know, that guy, Eris Kionis, he's, he's obviously a true comic book fan, and so he knows what he's talking about. And, like, you know, that's what a show is about. It's talking about comics. And, like, there's so many other shitty shows out there, like YouTube channels, that don't know what the fuck they're talking about like they're just fucking annoying people it's usually like two guys and a girl and the two guys are like you know one's old both of them are big fat guys who i don't know like or or it's like two girls or something like that and they're just like being loud and fucking you know trying to be funny and they're not funny at all and like what was the one i i just saw like a little blip on it kind of segueing into what i was going to talk about next um uh this youtube channel called what the flick and they just sound like fucking idiots on there i was like why are you talking about this shit if you don't like if if you haven't even done the like it's like somebody just handed them like here talk about this and they're not even a fan or anything like that you know maybe i don't give all the information or know all the information but at least i'm a, a fan and i like you know like what i'm talking about um 
because the thing they're talking about is what I was going to talk about next, which I kind of talked about in my last episode, but uh, was uh, Doctor Sleep, the Stephen King book, which I finished the other day. Well, the audio book I finished at work, and uh, it was really good. I mean, like quite different than The Shining, but it was still really good. Like it painted such a good picture of where the story was going, where the story took place. You kind of eventually knew where it was going to end up. And then they kind of confirm it at some point. And I don't want to give it away in case anyone wants to listen to it. Plus there's like a, an awesome fucking twist in it that like, yeah, I don't know, either listen to the book, read the book or wait till the movie comes out. But uh, this is why I want to talk about it again is I'm not clear on it. I can't figure out, but I'm pretty sure that this movie is not a sequel to the 1980 Stanley Kubrick movie. I'm pretty sure it's not. Because, I mean, Stephen King didn't like Stanley Kubrick's movie. So I, I don't know why he would let somebody make a m- sequel, like make a movie version of his book that he's very proud of, and he should be, uh, that's a sequel to a movie he didn't like. I was under the impression that this movie was just going to be a sequel to the book. And I could be wrong. The only thing I could find was that they said they're going to make reference to the movie. Maybe they will use the movie as like a, like the movie, the shining as like a sort of like if they do flashbacks, or something, but I don't know, like the, the, they have characters like they have, uh, or they have actors, like an actor playing Wendy Torrance who, you know, looks nothing like Shelley Duvall and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I'm pretty sure this isn't going to be a sequel to the movie. But nobody's saying that. Like, nobody's even addressing that on all these channels. Like, that What the Flick channel. Or, like, the number of other ones I saw. Like, like nobody is addressing that. Like, I don't know. It, it just seems ridiculous. What all these people are talking about and not, you know... But maybe they don't know. I don't like. I don't know. Like I said, like all I've read is th- that they they might make reference to the movie in some way, and I don't understand what that means. Like how they, I don't know. But uh, yeah, the book was amazing, it, and it just like made me once again go down a Stephen King wormhole. I like because I finished it with like three hours left to my shift at work, and I was like, well. I don't feel like listening to anything else right now. I want to continue on with more Stephen King. And I still had Pet Cemetery, which I've already listened to, which I've talked about before. Um, uh, Michael C. Hall, who played Dexter, he reads it. And that's, you can't do much better than Dexter reading Pet Cemetery. Uh, it's just like, I'm picturing him as the father, Lewis, in the story. And. Yeah, it's just, and he does he does the the uh, old man's accent. The uh, his name Judd. I can't remember his last name now. Does does the old man's accent uh, perfectly, and it's just yeah. I just get sucked right into that. So, anyways, I still had that saved on my phone. So I was like, oh, I'll just start listening to this again, and then just got right back into it. Then I uh, then I was like, okay, well. I should listen to another one of his classic ones I've never listened to before. So I got Salem's Lot, and I don't know. I think I'm about a quarter of the way through it, and it's not super exciting yet. I mean, it is his second book he ever did after Carrie, 
and so I mean he's probably he was probably still you know getting his finding out you know figuring out where how to do what he's what he does best kind of thing like he's still n- newer at it in a way like I know he Stephen King was writing for years before he ever got published but um yeah I don't know like the first I don't know few chapters or whatever of uh, Salem's Lot they like <laughs> I swear they describe every like every human being who lives in the town Jerusalem's Lot and I'm like the getting lost like okay, who are we talking about now I don't know maybe it has something to do with also like I'm like doing work while I'm listening to this and you know measuring shit and welding shit and not shit but I do good work anyways um and then oh yeah so while on the subject of Stephen King oh yeah so I might I, I don't know I'm probably going to continue on with that that book Salem's Lot in a later date um I was going to get the stand but it's like 44 hours or something I think it said long I'm like oh man that's a that's a real commitment like I don't know if I can I don't know I don't know if I can do that <laughs> I feel like that's a I don't know I have a short attention span. You know, I was I was diagnosed with ADD when I was a kid, and I I've said before I don't know if I believe in such a thing, but it, like I do have a short attention span, and so something has to be pretty gripping and to the point. Um, the last Stephen King book I listened to that I've talked about before, uh, Mr. Mercedes, the one I listened to before Doctor Sleep, um, I found out last. Uh, I think it was Sunday or Saturday night after my wife and daughter went to bed and I was watching TV I found out that they had uh, made a TV show in 2017 2017 um, of Mr. Mercedes and so I downloaded it and started watching it and I mean it wasn't bad it's like brutal as hell like the the opening scene where the Mercedes drives the crowd of people I was pretty messed up but I don't know, like, I guess it'd be probably better if I hadn't listened to the book. But, um, yeah, like, I don't know. It, and also the the main character, Bill Hodges, the, the uh, like, the detective, the retired detective, is not how I pictured him. I pictured him looking like, if you've ever seen Beverly Hills Cop, the uh, the older kind of fat cop with a who's bald with mustache i picture that character looking like that that's just how i've been picturing detective bill hodges and they got uh brian gleason uh that who's an irish actor who's been in like tons of movies like he was in um in bruges with colin farrell that's like the one off the top of my head i can think of uh he's been in a lot of other movies but they got him to to play bill hodges and so he's irish in the show i'm like oh, i don't know like it just that's not what i'm picturing when i'm pitching this grizzled old detective with a drinking problem like i'm picturing somebody american you know and uh so i don't know i, I might continue the show someday but like it went on to a second season so i don't know is that second season the second book which i haven't listened to yet which is called finders keepers and then, like, I don't think they're making the show anymore, so it must have got canceled. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, so that's what I wanted to say. Um, um, actually, hold on a second. I'm just going to take a break. You'll barely notice because I'm just going to stop this and start it again 
so I can upload the what I've recorded so far. So it's this uh, app really gives me shit about doing this, but I'm going to do it anyways. All right, give me a sec. And we're back. Um, to continue what I was talking about, um, on the whole Stephen King thing, I they just put out a trailer or trailer number two for the uh, Pet Cemetery remake, if you want to call it a remake or just a you know somebody else making the movie Pet Cemetery, an updated version, I suppose. Um, and like I saw the trailer, the original trailer a while ago whenever it first came out and I was like oh man it looks fucking awesome um but the new trailer makes it look like the story changed around a little bit and I don't know if this is true but I mean it looks like in the trailer instead of the two-year-old boy Gage being hit by the transport truck on the road looks like it's the daughter that it happens to and I really hope that's not the case only because like, it's just, you know, obviously that's all fucking horrible, but like, that's, you know, if they change the, which kid dies in it, that's, it ruins the story. I think, I don't know, maybe it doesn't, but like, why would, why would you mess with that? Why would you change that around? There's, there's no reason for it I, that I can think of. I don't know. Maybe like, I feel like Stephen King wouldn't be happy about that. You know, he's not happy with a lot of people ad- adapting his work, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's just what it looks like in the trailer. I'm like, it's supposed to be the, the two-year-old, and that's, I don't know, what I found scary, but in the story, I'm trying to picture a two-year-old zombie laughing and stuff, and I don't know. I just think it doesn't work. Because, like, the the story works really well with the little girl who's older than, than Gage. Uh, what's her name? Ellie. Uh, that's her name, right? I better not have that wrong. Um, I was just listening to it the other day. Um, but that's, like, you know, she, she's one with the, the, pat, the, the, the pet cat who, the pet cat named Winston Churchill who dies. And... Um, And I don't know, it just, it's about her being upset and the dad not knowing how to tell her about her dead cat. And then, I don't know, like, it's like, she's a different character. If they like lump, you know, the two characters together, sort of, it just doesn't work with, make sense to me. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see what the, uh, yeah, her name's Ellie. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see with the movie. The movie's like, I mean, it looks good. Looks like, you know, a typical scary movie done, redone. So it's like darker and, you know, there's a lot of movies that came out in the 80s, like Pet Cemetery and other Stephen King ones that, you know, have a sunnier backdrop when they shouldn't. Or I don't know. That was just the style back then, I suppose. Fuck, I don't even know what I'm talking about. So I'm really frustrated. I'm having trouble uploading that first part of the uh, of the episode to um to anchor and it's still not fucking doing it and it's driving me insane um and i don't want to do about it but i just thought i'd record this because i have to do that and get it done over with not that i don't like doing it but i just 
I've I ordered some beer and it's on the way. And I want to finish this before the beer delivery guy gets here. So I'm going to jump right into what I talked about last week, which is my list of top 10 fastest DC characters, which I think makes more sense. And I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't really agree with the list uh, that I listed off last episode. And if you don't remember, um, that list was uh, in number 10. So from least fastest to the fastest, uh, number 10 is Kid Flash, Wally West II, the uh, black Wally West, African-American Wally West, whatever you want. Um, Number nine was Shazam. Number eight, Godspeed. Number seven, Wonder Woman. Number six, Cheetah. Number five, The Black Racer. Number four, Superman. Number three, Reverse Flash. Number two, Barry Allen. And number one, Wally West. Now, for my list, I kept one, two, and three the exact same because I agree with that. That all makes sense to me. Um, Other than that, I changed the rest of it. I, I kept like one other character, just not in the same spot. So my list is... Um, starts number 10 Zoom aka Hunter Zolomon who if you aren't familiar with him and I'm not I'm not referring to the one from the TV show like from the Flash TV show because um, they kind of changed around that character a little bit like they kept him his name Hunter Zolomon and his alter ego Zoom but they made him look different like completely different and Technically, Hunter Zolomon never had super speed. He pretty much... Um, I just have him on the list because he was a very formidable foe to Wally West. Back when Wally West was the Flash, when everyone thought Barry Allen was dead. Um, before he was considered to be the fastest character in the DC Universe. Well, he, I mean, I guess he was at the time, but overall, I think people still thought Barry Allen was faster at the time. Um, but anyways, Hunter Zolomon from the comics... He actually didn't have uh, the power of super speed. His, technically, his power was to, like, he could teleport himself really fast. So it gave the illusion of super speed. And, I don't know, I just thought he belongs in this list more than Wonder Woman and Cheetah. I don't know. Like, like that just that still just bugs me. Uh, so, yeah, so he's number 10. <clears throat> number 9, I kept Wally West the second, the Black Flash, the African-American Flash. Um, because you know he does have the power of super speed he's just he's a kid and he's still learning but um, so he's he's at number nine Um, number eight Jesse Quick who is the second Liberty Bell and she has super speed I put her ahead of Wally West a second because she's just grown up her dad was Jesse Quick her mom was the original Liberty Bell I don't know she was raised as a superhero and yeah that's you know it it seems a little thin I guess but I just feel like she's you know also faster than Wonder Woman Um, in number 7 I put Superman kept him on the list I just didn't think he was number 4 material but I'm betting he's faster than Jesse Quick and uh, Wally West is second 
after him, I uh, so number six, I put Jay Garrick, the original Flash from the golden age of comics, the one who is a founding member of the Justice Society of America. And, yeah, I just, I was surprised he wasn't even on the other list, like most of the people I added to the list. Um, you know, he's the original Flash. Come on, he, you got to give him that he's faster than fucking Wonder Woman and Cheetah. Like, um, yeah, it just bugs me that they're on that list. Um, number five, I have Max Mercury, who, you know, is a speedster who's traveled throughout time because he's one of those speedsters. They call him the uh, the Zen master of the speed force. He trained the next member on the list. Um, you know, he can run at speeds approaching the speed of light. I think that's faster than Superman can run or fly. Pretty sure. Um, so, yeah, I put him on the list as at number five. He's one of my, also one of my favorite characters. And a very underused character. He could, like, there's so many, like, characters in DC who, like, are immortal or live throughout time or whatever that should, like, be in a comic book together. Like, like, uh, uh, Etrigan the Demon. And, like, there should be a story of him fighting Vandal Savage throughout time. And Max Mercury makes cameos. That's, like, a sort of fan fiction of mine that I'd maybe like to create someday. Uh, so, yeah, anyways, yeah, Max Mercury, number five. And who he helped raise and train uh, the number four on the list, who is Bart Allen, the grandson of Barry Allen. And I was so surprised he wasn't on the list. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Bart Allen's not on the list of fastest DC characters. He uh, was Impulse, and then he was Kid Flash, and then The Flash. Like, he's been, had, he was born with the gift of super speed. Um, so. Yeah, he was trained by Max Mercury, trained by, I think, all the Flashes, really. Um, so, yeah, he's number four on the list. And, yeah, number three, Reverse Flash, Eobard Thawne. Uh, number two, Barry Allen. And number one, Wally West the first. And that's my list. And, yeah. Okay, Renee Way says, to me, those are the fastest DC characters. Um, although, I might have... I might might have switched out Hunter Zolomon Zoom for uh, maybe the rival, who's like Jay Garrick's Reverse Flash, his arch nemesis, or maybe Johnny Quick or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I was just being kind of biased because I th I liked that character Hunter Zolomon, and I I like the comic book version of him better than the TV show version of him. Um, yeah. So that's my top ten list, and. Uh, the last thing I, I just I was watching this right before I started recording. Um, apparently, it sounds kind of silly, but in the new Shazam movie, Superman is going to make a cameo, but they're saying it's not going to be Henry Cavill. I'm like, well, what the fuck is that point then? Like, the DC EU is just such a mess. It's a, I can see why they're making other movies kind of like outside of that realm because it's just such a mess actors are jumping ship because they're like, oh, well, this isn't going to be as successful as the MCU, so I don't want to be a part of this. Um, so, I don't know. Look that up. Maybe I'll post that, that video on uh, the Facebook page, which I have one like. One one person has went on like my page. That's really nice. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just being cranky about that. 
I'm mostly cranky because I'm having trouble every single time trying to post this episode. The Anchor app does not like the Audacity app, and it's annoying as fucking shit, and I need a different way of doing it. But I don't know. I'll figure it out. Hopefully this gets posted. And um, I don't know. I think I know what song I'm going to play as an outro. Um, I have to download some more music, as I say, I think on every episode. Uh, yeah, okay. So uh, if everything gets posted okay, this is a song by The Misfits the from the album Project 1950. This is when The Misfits consisted, members consisted of Jerry Only, who's the only original member. His name's Jerry Only, the bass player who he sings in this album. Um, Des Godina from Black Flag playing guitar, lead guitar, only guitar. And Marky Ramon on drums. And they put this album out called Project 1950, which they cover a bunch of songs from the 50s. And I think I've said this before, I'm a huge fan of 50s doo-wop music. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just fucking love it. I just, I don't know. This, like, voice in my head says, like, this is real music. You know, I like lots of other kinds of music a lot. You know, I never play any 50s doo-wop music on here, but this is a Misfits cover of a 50s song. I don't know if I'd call it doo-wop music. Yeah, yeah, I guess I would. But yeah. So, uh, yeah, until next week, stay bloody, my friends. And stop recording. People see us everywhere. They think you really care But myself I can't deceive I know it's only make